0: That, well, that's, I did it on purpose. And I'm, I'm making baked potatoes right now. Can you hear that? I'm sorry if there's background noise. It's all good. So, I, I, so what are your thoughts? What post, we, right?
1: why, why would we hear baked potatoes cooking?
0: Well, because I didn't rip a big enough piece of foil to line the pan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. And now I'm out of foil. God damn it. Look at what you guys to make too. How the fuck... Am I supposed
1: to make these bakers <laughs> stick to the pan? That should be the name of our podcast. Look at what you made me do.
0: <laughs> Hello, I'm Robert Stein, and you are listening to the Ask Casters podcast. Episode
2: fifteen. Fall is here. Thanks for joining us. We are going to be talking about college football, NFL, hockey, maybe some other things today. Today you're joined by two of the ask casters. You get me Andy today. Also TJ is here. We're going to Always through. here. Always <laughs> here. The most real- he is starting to get in the Cal Ripken territory. Most consecutive podcast played so we're gonna walk you through things. We'll jump right into the different topics of the day. Uh, we may test fate and also test technology by giving uh, one of the other ass casters, Shawe slash we were going to talk to him. Um, I believe the last we spoke with him, he is on a beach and not one that's currently being compromised by Hurricane Ian. So uh, we will see if we can connect with him to get his thoughts uh, on things. Uh, no Dirty Carl today, an excuse about work, totally unacceptable. We will talk shit on you, Carlos.
1: You fucking asshole.
2: <laughs> so as far as the casters that are here, again, it's myself, Andy, and TJ, brought to you by 3chai.com. Please reach out to 3chai for your needs, Delta 8, Delta 9, Delta 10 related. Uh, also just got word from some of the folks that um make purchases off that website that they have got a really really good deal they are wholesaling something called concentrates which uh other than me thinking and orange juice i have no idea what the hell that means
1: i'm so proud of you like that was that was nice um yeah they have great concentrates guys um they have a really good deal what i go with they have a 28 grams for like 149 bucks Um, and if you know anything about, uh, Delta 8, that is like the sweetest fucking deal you can possibly get. Um, so not only are they good people, not only is it a quality product, but like it's the cheapest you're going to find. Not cheapest, most inexpensive, excuse me.
2: Cost effective. Cost effective. Um, it's the most bang for your buck. There you go. So again, appreciate 3Chai. Uh, they've been here since the very beginning. Uh, so, got to give them a shout-out. Uh, like I said, they do really, really good if you have any needs for Delta 8, Delta 9, Delta 10, etc. So, let's hop right in. Uh, college football. Uh, we we told you last week we were talking about KU Jayhawk football, and we said that we were not talking about it strictly because it was, it was local and it's in our backyard. KU, hashtag knocking on the door of the AP Top 25. Four, no, they are legit. <clears throat> TJ, you watched that game. What what'd you see?
1: The first thing that I pulled up today to start the podcast was the sports football index for Kansas Kansas University. Uh never thought I'd be doing that. Um They went back and forth with Duke for a while and then they pulled away. Um Duke showed a lot of good things. Uh, KU still has some 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 room to grow on the uh, defensive end, um, but Duke is a quality team and they were undefeated until they came into Lawrence, and uh, they left Lawrence with an L. So um, Jalen Daniels is I don't know where he came from. Uh, he is the I mean we say this this has been like the last three weeks. He is just fucking popping off the stage like he is the man and then um we had daniel high with what was like a 70 70 yard run he had over, just
2: over 70 yards
1: just bowling ball through people um that was an exciting game to watch it was the first game i watched on the saturday and that one i had on the big screen um so yeah i mean i guess KU football is how I'm waking up right now on my Saturdays Um, since EPL and the Scottish Premier League weren't playing since the (laughs) Queen's dead but that's another story for another day
2: Uh, yeah Jalen Daniels now the real deal so as far as his performance in that game he just repeated everything he's done up to this point he's making the right decisions when he throws the ball he's not throwing the ball a ton but when he throws the ball he he throws an accurate ball and don't give him a you can't play
1: a fucking zone defense on him and not get pressure um he will pick it apart like he did against duke um and his wide receivers know um the grim reaper knows where to sit down in that in those uh in those zone coverages and they bit duke i mean it bit duke to death um he so yeah he's a smart player um and talented um the fucking
2: real deal, man. Yeah, he this is sustainable for KU. Uh the the points per game is off the charts. Uh you mentioned his uh one of his go-to receivers, Luke Grimm, the Grim Reaper. I love that name for him. He's leading KU in, in receptions with 15. Uh, he's got Lawrence Arnold right behind him as far as the receptions total at 14. But Grim Reaper, it to your point, he sits in those zones. If it's zone, you're getting eight up. Uh, Duke was was somebody that we expected to bring uh, probably the best challenge so far to KU. Uh, Maybe a little bit more talented than what West Virginia brought in week two. Especially
1: among the front seven.
2: Oh, for sure. Yep. So Duke came into that game undefeated, left Lawrence with the L, and just we are starting to see who KU is. They can score points. If you look at their drive chart, as far as the results of their drives, you're seeing graphics that are showing touchdown, touchdown, points, points, and the drives are not five play drives. They're seven, 10, 11 play drives. They're going 60, 70, 80 yards driving down the field. So what they've got is sustainable on the, on the offensive side. We mentioned here in the last couple of weeks that KU is platooning some of their running backs. And, and they still are, but it, it's becoming a little bit more defined as far as like who's actually going to be running the ball for KU. Still leading the the team in rushing attempts is Jalen Daniels with 38. But right behind him, Devin Neal only has one attempt uh, attempt less at 37. And uh, Daniel, he, is it Hesha, Hysha, Hesha? or
0: Hesha? I don't know.
2: <laughs> Borephill, uh, Hesha. Uh,
1: we always suck with names. We're ap- we apologize. Sorry, Daniel,
2: Hesha. Danny, hi. We'll invite you on the podcast. We'll just give
1: you about. a nickname because we don't know your real name.
2: So the reason we mentioned him, not only uh, because of his exceptional run and that we can't pronounce his last name, which we probably should know up to this point, but he is uh, only two carry attempts behind Jalen Daniels uh, with a total of 36. So between those three, uh, they are really just tearing it up on the ground. Uh, Average yards per rush continues to be through the roof. He shot 6.4 per rush. Devin Neal at 7 yards per rush. And again, to the point that Jalen Daniels is making the right decisions when he decides to run eight point four yards per carry.
1: Those are gashes. Um, when you're getting seven and eight yards a clip, those are gashes. It's hard to it's hard to win football games when your defense is giving up that big of a run, and that sets perfectly into what Leipold is doing on offense. He's using those jet sweeps and those those funky motions to widen up the de- or wi- yeah widen up the defense and then cut them up inside and cut them up wherever they can. Um, saw a little guard pulling uh, against Duke too. Um, they can do it. Yeah, they, they can do it.
2: Yep. So doesn't unfortunately for KU fans doesn't get any easier from here scheduling wise. Uh, next game uh, at oh excuse me this is a home game I believe against Iowa State Iowa State this is a curious line for me I, I guess I get it to some degree uh, the last I saw on that line the Iowa State KU game was Iowa State favored two and a half points I think that I
1: think that has to do with history um, that's that's the only thing I would see uh, and we're getting a call by one. Um, Jew Jew boy, uh, we are currently recording. What's going on, buddy?
0: Am I on? Yeah, Yeah, you're on. on
1: Yeah, you're on in Belgium, bud. Wow. Wow, I'm happy to be here. Wait,
0: what did you refer to me as? Uh, Jew boy, but
1: uh, we can cut that out with whatever you name what you
0: you... cut it in post. (laughs) post.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we uh, we can we can make it whatever. (laughs)
2: <laughs> hey, your timing, your timing is perfect. We were just running through the buzzsaw that is the KU offense. Uh, feel free to jump right in and give us as as a season ticket holder, tell us what you've seen, what you like, where they are.
0: Well, as a season ticket holder, the first thing I've noticed about the Kansas Jayhawk program is the absolute third world game day experience put on by our athletic department. And now I know nobody on this podcast wants to hear that.
1: But Oh, we kind of do. <laughs> you,
0: you do? I had to wade through three-inch piss puddles Ooh. to go to the bathroom last weekend. First sellout in, whatever, 15
1: years. They sold nobody it out?
0: Was sold out? Well, you know how that is. I mean,
1: there were empty seats, but they called it a sellout. That's a, and, It's a Lawrence sellout
0: Thanks Anyway, I, I'm very displeased but We're getting some traction with the AD He put out a statement They're going to have people Whatever, I don't know, they're going to have people mopping up the bathrooms I don't know how you fix plumbing in a week But for something that Anyway, I'm excited about the offense Number 26 Or something like that on Massey ratings I don't know if you saw that we're
1: 43 in Sagarin or something that's, that's as good as we've been in a while those are are those uh are those those crazy scales those analytic scales that you CPAs use. You, you bet your ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How do you, you think
0: I make so little money gambling? <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you want to elaborate on? Uh, well, you, I mean Ryan, uh, whatever we're calling you. Um, <clears throat> would you like? I mean, would you like to give our listeners a, a strat Your strategy. Um, on betting, and uh, maybe this goes into life too.
0: Into life, okay. So, my betting strategy is to shop for a discount. Look for a good price. That's what I always do. I don't give a fuck what team I'm betting on. I bet on uh,
1: the. Who did I bet on? I bet on some Cypress soccer the other day. Cy- Cypress soccer? Don't even know it's Division Two Cyprus. I, where the fuck is Cyprus? Off the so what? To Greece, was, yeah, I was gonna ask. Uh, does uh, British does that is that still under British rule?
0: I don't know. The Queen's the flag, dead. We don't know. Check out the flag. If we're gonna do some, we could do some flag rankings. They'd be towards my top. top <laughs> mile. But anyway. Duh. You, it's about looking for a price, and you gotta find. I'm not smart enough to come up with my own modeling or anything like that. I'm not smart enough to do any real math. But go to the the books that are square. You got idiots betting at DraftKings.
1: You got idiots betting at Caesar. Uh, Can I use names? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, you've got squares betting at all these shitty books that are opening up in Kansas, for example. You compare those lines to the sharp books. I'm
0: not going to name the sharp books because that's my edge. You, <laughs> that, you go, okay, look, the sharp book is charging a price that implies a 66% probability of victory. <laughs> Hold on. Is 10, three to
1: one. Who's you doing the math, math on that? Okay. Huh? Who's doing the math on the sharks? I, <laughs> Who's... I'm doing the math. Okay,
2: so that's you funny. do know a little bit of math. It, it's
0: It's... Arithmetic, dude.
2: <laughs> All right, okay. So, Ryan, Ryan, have you? Are you a fan of Joe Fortenbaugh on the Daily Wager?
0: I have never heard of that. I don't listen to any podcasts about wagering. I barely listen to
2: your podcast. That, that's <laughs> fair. Okay. Fair Thanks. Enough. Thanks. But I, I, I gotta
0: say, I have cut up on the episodes lately, and I do appreciate the Kansas Jayhawk segment. It's keeping me coming back, and I'm sure it's keeping it, you know, tens, maybe. Maybe tens of listeners coming back.
2: In the words of Mayhem from the uh, Allstate insurance commercial, this is going to get tens and tens of views.
0: Hey, I'm, I'm happy to drive those views, you know, with my my gambling insight that is not helpful in any way.
1: We're like a 16-year-old's TikTok. Like, oh, Mark Sanchez is on the mic. Yeah, like... That's quest- not bad. Quite-
0: that, that's not a bad place to
1: be right now i well i don't even want to fucking ask about where you're going with that jew boy what? <laughs> you knew where i was going <laughs> no, no i didn't <laughs> i think it'd be irresponsible if i said i knew you where you're going with that <laughs> hey
0: have you guys had walt on
1: no no you are our first call on uh <laughs> wow you, yeah we did
0: the stars here with your first call in it, well
2: it, it's fair i mean it did come in during the pod so we had the answer I'm,
0: I'm making baked potatoes right now can you hear
2: that i'm sorry if there's
0: background noise it's all good so, I, I, so what are your thoughts post, we, right why
1: why would we hear baked potatoes cooking
0: well because i didn't rip a big enough piece of foil to line the pan <laughs> okay <laughs> So, and now so I'm out of foil. God damn it! Look at what we got to make me do. How the fuck am I supposed to make these
1: make big... <laughs> it stick to the pan? That should be the name of our podcast. Look at what you made me do. Rolls
0: <laughs> 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 of extra fucking aluminum foil. Hey, Jeez. Ryan. Like there's... In in all of your
2: analytics, why is Iowa State favored against KU? I'm telling you,
0: I don't judge the teams; I just compare the prices. I don't know. I I'd bet on KU to win outright. The, Honestly, for if I could.
1: for this weekend, what? you did.
0: No, I, no, I uh, took Iowa State minus three because it was a good price. Oh. Now up to what three and a half? You know, that's a good price. You got some edge there, but. I'm gonna be rooting my ass off for KU. There you
2: go. So, so bet with your uh, bet with your head, root with your heart.
0: I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a. I never bet more than I'm gonna. Yeah, I can't stress out about it, so I'm always willing to lose because I lose a lot.
1: It's fair. We yeah. Uh... I, I hear you on that. I haven't won a real bet for I can't remember how long. It's been many a year.
2: i got I got heartbroken uh, last weekend. i I'd made some pretty good money with the Ravens destroying the Patriots, and so I got bored and didn't know what to do with it. and I reinvested it with Jimmy G against Denver.
0: <laughs> with Jimmy G?
2: Yep, I did it.
0: Mistake.
1: I know. And uh, Jewboy, did, how much of our last, <clears throat> how much of our last podcast did you, uh, did you listen to, and did you get to the part about Jimmy G?
0: No, I didn't get to the part about Jimmy G. Oh. I need to study up. Yeah, I didn't know you guys were going to be doing this. I'd have studied up if I knew I was making an appearance.
1: Hey, it's a, we sometimes don't know we're making an appearance. Um, so you know,
0: <laughs> where's Carlos? Yeah,
1: see, he no, he, was, he was he was going to make an appearance. Uh, but he is. What was his excuse, Andy, for he leaving? He said
2: something like stupid, like he
1: actually had to work.
0: He had to work. What does he do?
1: Sells insurance allegedly.
0: Yeah, I could see that. He'd be a good salesman.
1: Yeah, it's it's a bilingual market. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, no comment. <laughs> uh, I'll probably have to cut that. <laughs> no, I think that's fine. Keep that. <laughs>
0: Um, hey, could we get him to translate that? Um, uh, that hey, you did, did I send you guys that clip of the Tico Sports commentating? Yes, on Daniel heshaw Yes, uh, we need a translation.
1: It was I, I I'm trying to Play that
0: for your listeners.
1: Uh, did we save it? I don't, if it is, a Andy, is it on our draft?
2: I don't think so.
1: Um, I think he, like, if I remember right, he was just kind of saying he was going, and he was going, and he kind of was going crazy Like, it was kind so of went,
0: uh, I know that's 50, Yeah, he said he's past the 50 senoras and senoras is, I thought he said women and women, but he had to say men and women, it doesn't make sense otherwise
1: Hey, maybe they get down like that by the way, this uh, – oh, never mind. I'm not even going to say it. If you get cut. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what were you guys about to talk
0: about? And then I interrupted no, you.
1: T- no, you hit us like per- – like we were just talking about KU like fucking no joke.
2: T- timing was great. We were talking about how they're unstoppable on offense, and we the, the, there's still some questions on D, but, I mean, it's Big 12 football. It, I mean, who's ever carried a good defense in Big 12 football?
0: 20 years man
1: yeah not since somebody graduated high school yep i haven't graduated high school uh, um many years so i I don't know (laughs) i don't (laughs) it's been uh yeah i have no idea last time there was a good big 12 defense
2: so should we keep uh, should we keep him on the line? Do we trust our uh, our quality of phone and technology, or, or what do we do? We're
1: doing good. Uh, do we want to do Do we want to do over what? unders right now, or do oh boy, how are you doing? No, I'll,
0: I'll let you guys go. I'll do an official call in with some real technology at some point. All right. All right. All right. All right. you gotta cut all this. <laughs> Later. Let's see you, buddy.
2: see you. That was uh the newest ass caster uh we don't even know what we've officially named him
1: well yeah i think he was a little hesitant to go by the J boy yeah um ladies and gentlemen he we did not start calling him jew boy um it was a it was a high school thing in mrs dj's (laughs) honors history class and um jew boy was really good at doing the goose walk and we we were trying to explain to another student what the goose walk was and sure enough ryan kaplan did it perfectly and he became jew boy um so this is not anything anti-semitic um
2: all a compliment i mean like jerry judy would say i mean it's it's a compliment
1: we, we love the Jews.
2: So, interesting what he brings... To, okay, so he brings to the table, Ask Casters, multiple things. He, by trade, uh, works with numbers. And by uh, what he does outside of his trade, he works with numbers. <laughs> he, he really, really enjoys uh, the analytics of gambling. And to his point, he... I, I mentioned this. We have a group chat that now includes him. And... We were talking about gambling strategies, and not to bore you with gambling, but we did say something to the effect when we were talking about some particular bets that make a move like our old man, who does not bet. And my old man, he will drive around the entire city to find the cheapest gas. He will waste the money that he would save driving to find that deal. And (laughs) that that is exactly what Ryan slash Jew boy will do with the gambling. And to his point, he doesn't care about the teams. He doesn't care about the game. He's literally going to find his advantage number-wise, and he's going to roll with
1: it. It could literally be red versus blue, and you could put over-under on it. And he would do the analytics, and he he would do everything possible to get to know what the advantage was to betting one over the other. And a, kind of another caveat to that. We had a fantasy football league, which we had to disband because it was so rowdy. Jew boy, uh, during his, I, th- I think he was, st- like, this was his beginning professional days, maybe. I think this is, like, around then, like, yeah. when we were all becoming professionals. Yep. And he still had a lot of fucking time to burn. <laughs> so he was making strength of schedules and oh, uh, yeah. and um, most likely to win and projected win totals for our fantasy football league. <laughs> I think we are the only fucking fantasy football league that had fucking projected win totals.
2: I think we had in that league; it was good enough, didn't we? Put out a report every fucking Monday, or no, every Tuesday. Yeah, every fucking Tuesday. He he had an Excel spreadsheet about win probabilities moving forward. I think I even at that point was using a little bit of the the media skills to to put together uh, some some context to different games and upcoming. Oh, it was that was a great league, but it it has been. Old Yellard, and it deserved to be Old Yellard.
1: (laughs) We won't get into why, but uh, maybe later. No. Um, So getting back to should we continue on with college football and transition to Oklahoma losing against Kansas State again. Yep. This is the fourth time in the last five outings. I believe that was correct um i or again i could be completely wrong that's the other name for this podcast um the we could, could be, be wrong i could be it. completely wrong yeah um but they won um if you listened to our podcast last week ladies and gentlemen i told you to bet on k state against oklahoma and if i didn't cuz i was on our three product or our three chai product um i did bet it and it did hit and i will brag about it so it was great to watch.
2: Yeah, so I I have an apology to make. I, oh, <laughs> I have an apology to make to Adrian Martinez. I said in last week's podcast, after K-State lost to Tulane as a 14-point favorite, I said that K-State has an Adrian Martinez problem. I, I take every word of that back after how he shredded Oklahoma. Every word of it.
3: Uh,
1: uh, uh yeah um i'm glad you said that i'm glad you said that um yeah he he destroyed him um I, I i don't know what it is i don't know what it is about that game and it uh, it's same shit with ku in texas they
2: i mean i don't get it i i don't get it but Here's the, here's the rushing attack for K-State against Oklahoma. So Adrian Martinez, again, my apologies. Most of your damage was done on the ground. 21 carries, 148 no on yards. And
0: no over- oh.
1: No overdraft eight? fees, everyone, with Alex Martinez, or Adrian Martinez.
2: Hold on, we're going to have to that out. G-O.
0: Hang in there, rookie. What the Hang in there, rookie.
1: What's in your wallet? Oh, yeah.
2: Three, two, one. So, again, Adrian Martinez, my apologies to you. So, uh, your rushing line from that game against Oklahoma, 21 carries, 148 on the ground, four touchdowns on the ground, in combination with Deuce Vaughn, who showed up, 25 carries, 116 on the ground for Deuce Vaughn. I will still say, even though that I'm apologizing to Adrian Martinez, Adrian Martinez still has not proven to me in the 18 years that he's played college football, that he can throw a ball downfield. He doesn't need to. I mean, he does. He
1: could have against Tulane. That he, would have helped. He could have. And he, it's going to be K- K-State football. It's going to be no passes over 15 yards. It, it, that's how, and it's going to be wildcat offense. That's how that's, – Nothing's going to change.
2: The, the frustrating thing, I think, is that, okay, K-State, you did great against Oklahoma. You got the win. Uh, for some reason, I'm not focusing on the positive. I'm focusing on the negative. The The loss to Tulane happens because you can't throw the ball downfield, Adrian Martinez. So, that's frustrating. So, when, when K-State gets into another match against a a baylor a tcu somebody that's going to be able to throw the ball quickly get points on the board and potentially put them down by more than 10 points on the board adrian martinez cannot throw them out of that game he can't get them back in no and that's been again that's been the case with k-state
1: football for i don't know how long when they go play bowl games you have to as a k-state fan hope that they stay within 14 points, really, for the whole game. And if it gets a 21, you're you fucked by that point. Because um, you can't, as a K-State offense, put up points and spurts. Um, it, it's why they're so good, and it's why they're so bad. Uh, not bad, but it's why it's, it's their Achilles heel. Um, that offense is tough to stop, but it's easy for kids to get... Um, to learn um he recruits in state heavily so i think it's just the way kansas state is they're they're going to be successful they're always going to have a winning season but are they going to win the national title no are they ever going to be considered for a national title no the team with colin klein we all know they got to number one in the nation we knew they weren't going to win
2: the national title. Yeah. I think the Big 12 would take somebody that could get that number one ranking again. It's been a long time. Probably, I, Big 12 frustrating. Um, it going to be no more. Speaking of frustrating, uh, K-State's ranking of 25 in the AP poll, but KU not being ranked, uh, pretty frustrating. Not quite sure how that happens. But if you look <laughs> at the voting for the AP, uh, KU came in right behind k-state at 26th so uh give k-u another week if they win they're ranked um and uh, but KU's schedule beyond iowa state gets
0: really really fucking brutal. do you
2: have it up uh i do not write uh, right available to me um so we'll just focus on that later we'll take a look at k-u schedule a little bit later a uh, little housekeeping on college football And then we'll move on to some other things So uh, we, We've talked a little bit about uh, Is DJ Ongaloogaloogie from uh, Clemson, is he legit? Um, I, Clemson In a dogfight with Wake Forest Over the weekend, double overtime Clemson ends up winning that game in double overtime Clemson's going to have NC State um, This week And NC State's good like, really good. So is Wake Forest, though. Wake don't Forest, don't sell Wake Forest short. Wake, Wake Forest could score some points. Um, they can't beat ranked teams. And they, again, did not beat a ranked team in Clemson. I, I am going to go ahead. I haven't even seen the line yet on NC State-Clemson. I'm going to bet NC State uh, probably two ways. I'm going to bet them on the spread, and I'm going to bet them straight up on that game against Clemson. I just still, to this point, I don't have the faith in DJ, and Clemson's defense actually looks like it may have... A uh, couple holes. Yeah,
0: they, they got
2: some water they're taking on. So, I, there's some issues at Clemson. Uh, other housekeeping that we need to take into account, uh, USC on our futures bets. We told you very, very beginning of the season to bet the USC over on wins at 9.5. They did win in a game uh, that some folks thought was going to be really, really close against Oregon State. That game was close. Oregon <laughs> State... Uh, ends up losing to USC. I believe the final score on that was 17-13. If you had the over-under at 70.5, my apologies to you. Uh, Colorado gets destroyed again. Uh, pretty much the best, most solidified, most comfortable bet. Easiest way to put your head down on the pillow at night bet that we've had. Colorado under 3.5 proves to be awesome again last week and they go i believe against arizona this week is an 18 and a half point dog
1: hey and colorado remember uh building a program takes time so no rush to get rid of your head coach anytime soon Mm-mm. uh don't change a thing uh keep everything as it is uh complete complacency is the key to victory
0: sure
2: Yep. absolutely keep chugging along and uh, Notre Dame, we said we wouldn't really talk much about them. We did bet the under on their season win total, I believe at nine and a half, and they beat North Carolina last week. Let's move on. So, Drew,
1: I, I do want to point Drew, Pry- Bleh, Drew Pine looked like a more comfortable passer. Okay. But they, I mean, their season's over.
2: Yeah. NFL. A uh, couple things here Buffalo loses a close game to Miami. How good is Miami? Jimmy G, after what we've talked about, uh, Jimmy G versus uh, Trey Lance. Ugh, man, we've had more apologies.
1: I don't have any fucking apologies because I told you all, I told you all, he sucks. Man. He is not good. And we saw it on full display. He let the inept Denver Broncos who don't receive enough oxygen to fucking function properly. He let them beat him. <laughs> he let
2: dangerous beat him. J- Jimmy G maybe the first quarterback in the history of the game who saves his team points by getting a safety. That was unbelievable.
1: How yes, how do you how do you how do you have your quarterback step out of bounds accidentally and you're like, you know what? That Good was plan. awesome. That was awesome. Yep. That
2: saved us. Uh do we want speak we've had a lot of just kind of variables in the air throughout this podcast. Ryan just called in. Should we make the call to uh to Schwanny? Let's
1: uh let's text the old boy and um uh, I won't even bother
2: texting I'll just call him.
1: He said text before. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, um, there he
2: hola. is. Hola. Uh, hi. are you're, you're live on the podcast. Uh, would you like to tell the listeners where you're at, why you're there, and then football thoughts?
3: Well, I am in, uh, well, closer to a on a resort on the beach, I'm currently looking at the waves crashing overweight women and people stumbling back to their after being overseas. All inclusive,
1: resort. All inclusive resort, eh?
3: Also, oh, that was it. There's a steep walk by. How awesome! Man, I, I love
2: Europeans. <laughs> <laughs> and they and they love you. Oh yeah, they do. Because I'm, I'm I'm only a carry on, not a check bag. <laughs> <laughs> I check
1: you. <ya. laughs> uh. Um. So, did you tell us why you're in, uh, Puerto Vallarta? Well, I'm um, not Puerto Vallarta, but that's close. Um, I apartment for Cancun, for, you know, you white people. Mm-hmm. But, so, Puerto be, Vallarta? Beach be, be, be of the down, Carmen? Down here, I was down here for my dad's, uh, wedding. That's oh. Third one. So, you know, third time's a charm or not. <laughs> And uh, we just want the old ass casters universe to know your dad is a fucking legend I guess, I don't know, he's kind of average but... <laughs> No, he isn't, he has a fucking moat Yeah, 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 I mean, it, like, he's you know, he's around at least hey, hey, and he has a, doesn't he have a limited edition Rush pinball, uh, pinball game? <laughs> uh, what, what are you trying right. to say, shall we? It,
2: ma- males are day <laughs> traders now, anyway. <laughs> uh, that's true, and I think there was a, you can actually appreciate
1: some pinball. if you thought your uh, kid major degree. Hey, man, pinball's the shit.
3: Uh, uh, it is, uh, actually, it's really cool. Yeah, it does have one of those limited rush pinball machines. And, he also has a Metallica machine as well, and the 1970s eight, I think, like old Gorgar, which is like looks like a fucking demonic being as well. It's pretty cool.
2: Um, I feel like I've dated a Gorgar after at, over time.
0: Yeah, we were comings with him last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: buddy, did you have you had a chance to watch your chiefs yet?
3: Uh, I mean, I saw bits and pieces of it that day. one of those games where everything falls flat well I mean I got everything. The offense so I think the defense played fairly decent to keep the team to I don't know 20 points for the longest time and you know for a team like the Chiefs against well, a team this year like the Colts they should have probably put up 40 on those sons of bitches but it seemed like uh, the offense just wasn't clicking and uh, obviously Patrick Mahomes is not really happy with uh, some of the play calling that
1: going their way yeah uh do you uh, be and Mahomes seem to have s- exchanged some words on the sidelines um i haven't seen exactly what transpired or what uh what became of that do you have any insight on uh, on that conversation shall we yeah now, you know i, I know what
3: happens behind see more than it does like i mean if you would like out in the open that you know disagreements and stuff but i mean it's not the first time Fans have heard quote unquote disagreements with the staff and the players or coaching staff, if you will, in this particular play calling. So, I mean, it's you you have a guy like Mahomes, you know, it's kind of like I guess what Andy Reed say the other day, he said something about oh, not like releasing him to do his thing. Well, why the fuck not? If you have a fucking, you know, Ferrari in the garage, let him fucking drive. You got, you got one of the best players in the NFL, let him do his thing. Like, you don't want the team, like, Indianapolis you know, or anybody forgot to stick around and think they can win. You got to put your, like, your foot on the throat and just take him out while you can. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a cutthroat business, no part to the fun, but, I mean, it's just, it is what it is, and you can't, you don't win a lot of football games if you just let teams hang around
1: yeah um jimmy johnson said something to that effect on last night's uh manning cast about uh, why he used to run up the score in college when he was at miami and also when he was with the cowboys he said something to that very effect
3: well i think it's more has to do with the the coke dealers in miami than anything else i think they had
1: the over in one of those games hey and the if you listen to enough two live crew you don't need coke (laughs) that's true just ask my brother. Man, oh, you fans and Miami fans, both enjoying two live crew.
2: Hey, on forever. Hey, <laughs> hey, Schwammy, uh, yeah. what what do you think about Sky Moore?
3: I, you know, it's it's kind of hard for a guy like that to, you know, get into rhythm in the offense. He does get a lot of looks, so I, I heard he got a couple more reps but didn't do particularly well well no shit because he's not used like in a re- on a regular basis I mean if you want a guy like that to be more potent in your offense and give him more looks than what you're doing right now and I know you're trying to give some of the vets more opportunity but at the same time you know if there's someone better I mean you're trying to win football games you're not trying to make everyone happy so scott if you want to more to be part of the offense then, then use him it's it's that simple.
2: Would you like to take a gander at how many, not not catches, but how many attempts, how many balls have been thrown at Sky Moore this year? This year or this game? The, this, this whole season. Oh, oh no. no. Well, let's see if our international... Caller is calling back. Hello. <laughs> well, yeah, we we don't want you to uh, get in cartel biz. No, so, so, uh, attempts for attempts for Sky more for, s- a- for, for the entire season. Guy Moore has been thrown at one time and caught it for 30 yards the whole season. That's fucking stupid. Like, yeah. why, when you
3: want to utilize a guy that you have, were highly touted and highly, you know, like, about during the offseason and for like in training camp, and then you just put him, you put aside like it doesn't, like, not anything. It's just silly. Yeah. Chiefs have a lot of uh, personnel issues that. I think they try to big brain things instead of just playing to win. Like, they try to think they're smarter than everybody at times instead
1: so of just, you know, utilizing their weapons. Well, shall we? To your point, um, wouldn't the move to pick up Mahomes when they did, would that be kind of one of those moves that was considered a, um, Andy Reid thinking, and, and Veach thinking that they're smarter than everyone else?
3: Gotcha. I mean, they put him in a, a rule to succeed. But Sky Moore, they're only putting him on, what is it, once, and he's not doing a great job. He's not getting a lot of playing time. So, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of tough to, to say anything. You know, when they drafted Tyree Kill, they actually put him in a rule. They get a lot of touches during games, and obviously, you saw where his career's
1: at now. He's. <laughs> I think he's doing great right now. <laughs> <laughs> he is doing well. I love his move. I think Miami looks great on Tyreek Hill. I mean,
3: that's fine. It's a tier one. It's a tier one for him to so. I'm not saying they have it, but you've got to give it some
1: time, too. Well, you know what it is. Tua obviously does. That's the two live crew, baby. It's
3: <laughs> a two live crew. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So <laughs> Shwami, we won't we won't take too much more of your time, but we'll uh, we'll let you just finish up with any final thoughts you that's got. That's, that's good because my comporest girlfriend is on her phone
3: and she's wondering when I'm gonna get done with this because we have a research. Don't worry, it's not until nine
1: o'clock, Hey, we can invite Becca on too. Becca will not be on any
3: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> not
1: willingly. Oh
2: uh, <laughs> any final yeah, thoughts yeah, before yeah, you yeah, go man. hit your reservation at yeah, McDonald's? Man, any what now? Any final thoughts before you guys dress up for your uh, reservation at McDonald's?
3: Final thoughts? Well, I don't know. Speaking of teams that I like losing, I was not happy to see that, again, K-State upset the uh, OU. Fuck off. Anyway, so my girl <laughs> Yeah, about football when they play. But kind of the same aspect, you know, you're to put your team in a position to win, but K State's
2: always a tough team to play against. And you know what? Big 12 is running through Kansas this year. What do you guys think? Man, I love it. I love it. I
1: don't
0: know about all that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think Big 12's up in the air. Baylor's probably got something to say about that. Uh, but yeah, uh, there's, it's it's good to to not know what what's going to happen for the. Well, yeah. we definitely know that the playoffs aren't coming. But in the meantime, when they yeah. go fight each other for the conference, it will be good to watch. So, Shwamy, we'll we'll let you go. Go have fun on the beach. Tell Becca we said hi and tell her not to spend yeah. too much at the restaurant. All right,
1: guys. Bye the <laughs> office. <good laughs> See you, buddy
2: oh man call in from ask caster Shale, out in some port named carmen
1: is this what a live radio shows like uh,
2: probably has more listeners <laughs> <laughs> uh but with that being said it's time to to point out real quick we really we, we should be thanking our listeners we've actually been looking at the Speaking of analytics, we've been looking at the downloads. Uh, Askcasters, you continue to come through uh, yeah, and, and, and download. It's coming uh, internationally, domestically. And TJ, do you want to go through some of that?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, today, we entered a new market. Um, we have listeners in Los Angeles now. Nice. So now we are on... Uh, does uh, Are we calling Ashburn virginia is that the coast i, I
2: don't
1: know are, it, we, are it, we calling that i don't know I, but be. i am saying we're on both coasts we're in one two three four five six seven eight eight countries um thanks a lot guys it means a lot um we're trying to get uh trying i mean we're we're a young podcast we're uh we're like the mighty ducks in d2 oh i um, think we're d1 uh, mighty ducks
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> i don't think we've quite made it to uh, d2 well.
1: yeah we probably don't even have jerseys yet but uh <laughs> um i don't know where that fucking analogy or metaphor was going but we appreciate it um we really do uh it's surprising and it's fun every day uh reach out to us guys at our twitter at, at, at @askcasters and um if you want to enjoy our show even more visit our friends at 3chai.com which can be found
2: on our twitter as well yep so a couple things askcasters also like we're trying to make this more interactive for you uh we if you remember some of the fledgling podcasts that we had at the very beginning we were willing to talk bulgarian soccer if we needed to because we had people listening from bulgaria so uh we don't necessarily have to talk about that if if we don't want to but if you've got something that you want to speak about um hit us up uh at askcasters on twitter we're also making some picks of the week available uh so just try to have a little fun with things and we're open to suggestions as well. This is only our fifteenth podcast, so we're not pretending that we've mastered anything, especially the technology at this point. So, T J any any additional thoughts before we start jumping right into some more NFL. Um I that was kinda of fun though. I
1: appreciate our guest, like our radio guest. That was uh that was fun.
2: Yeah. So I'd like to play. We are going to jump right into a, a quick little game that I have entitled. This is my um, city, city boy speaking here. This game is called "Is This for Reels? Now, holy fuck, you just set our podcast
1: back. <laughs> so <laughs> that I'm... eighteen to thirty-four demographic just fucking fled. <laughs>
2: So, we're going to talk about a team, and we're going to ask the question that's grammatically correct. Is this for reals? First one, right out of the gate. The artist formerly known as the Urban Meyer Jacksonville Jaguars are the Jacksonville Jaguars. Is this for reals?
1: Oh, let's see who they've beaten. They have beaten... Um they beat the Colts, yeah. They did, yeah. They shut them out, yeah. They beat who they be this weekend? I don't know. Who they beat? I don't know. Um they won this weekend though. <laughs> um uh, it sounds like they are. Um it's three games. I'm gonna say Yes, I think that yes, they're I don't know what that means, though. Like,
2: like, maybe fighting for a wild card? Is that for reals? Their division, apparently, not that great. Jacksonville Jaguars are in the same division as the Houston Texans, Tennessee Titans, and maybe the Indianapolis Colts will wake up at some point. Are they? So, here, looking into what the Jags have done. So, they're 2-1. and one, They're not 3-0. They somehow lost to carson carson Wentz and the commanders that's probably a strike uh then they beat <laughs> they shut out the colts and what do we make of their most recent win they they went to the chargers and beat i mean 38 to 10 they beat up a, a fairly injured chargers team a game that justin herbert probably shouldn't have been in
1: no and they have to sit him um They have. Speaking of Ferraris, when your Ferrari has no oil, yeah, you don't fucking run. Yeah, you let him chill. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't know who the backup is and at the Chargers.
2: It's uh, not Gardner Minshew anymore, is it? Was he there? He used to. He started some games back in the day, but I think he's gone
1: with the Chargers. No. Oh no, I thought you were. Yeah, we're we're talking the Chargers still, bro. Oh, my bad. Um Sorry. Yeah, that was a that was a rough. I don't know. Maybe maybe I have them fighting for a wild card. Okay. Fair enough. I I think they're better than New England. I think they're better than the Steelers. I think they're better than the Bengals. Um I think they're better than Indianapolis. Um, I'm thinking, just trying to think of wildcard teams. I think, yeah, I, I would say fighting for a wildcard spot. Fair enough.
2: By the way, your backup for Los Angeles Chargers, the I believe he's made some of the most money ever as a backup quarterback, the former Mizzou Tiger.
1: Oh, it's fucking all, uh, all I tweeted, or not, I tweeted about him. The interns tweeted about him. Chase Daniel. He's
2: Two in command, and uh, I would say if the Chargers are smart this week, they would get him the start.
1: Can you imagine making all that money
2: doing nothing? Yeah, be great. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so back to our game. Is this for reals? The Miami Dolphins. Oh yes. Oh. Is this for reals? Oh fucking
1: yes! Tua is the man. He doesn't even have to throw it a long ways like all you motherfuckers were talking about earlier. I don't know why you just didn't burp that into the mic. Um, cuz that was a stinky one. Oh, okay. Um, Appreciate I don't know what that's sticking in the mic, yeah. Um, no, Miami's for real and what's not being talked about so much is their defense. Their defense is it's they're playing well and the offense is they just killed they they out Lamarred Lamar Lamar they out Lamarred Lamar. the Ravens blew that game uh,
2: how, how
1: how did they I, I want I'm not questioning, but I'm asking from your perspective how did they blow the game They were up by I believe
2: 14 going into the fourth quarter and lost it.
1: Okay, so how though specifically they, how did they lose it?
2: Uh, so apparently the coach. For Miami, whose name escapes me, but Michael
1: like Mike, Mick, Mike 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 Daniels, Mike McDaniel's, Mike McDaniel. Like
2: like he looks like a uh, Dragons and Dungeons nerd. Apparently, he's got a play called Effet. <laughs> and that's what he called when they were down fourteen. And Effet is the deep pass to Tyree Kill, and it worked, it worked well. That's I don't know. And apparently, the Ravens weren't in, were not in. Some type of pre defense to prevent that. Just ridiculous. Sounds, By the way, I, sounds, I bet that game. Sounds pretty like. Late did and, you? Yeah, and ended up losing because they blew the lead. That hurt. That's the one thing that I've lost. Is that
1: why year. you're bitter? Is that why you're oh, not I'm saying. No. I don't feel like you are over it. Well, well, yeah, I think you need to give this win to Tua, that amazing offense, the top 10, is... I don't know, maybe top 10 defense. I think you need to give him credit. Give two a credit. I'll give him some. But that that team, that team's legit. Okay. Uh in your mind are they?
2: Um I'm not sold yet. I probably should be sold, but I'm not sold yet. I uh I'm interested to see we were just talking previous to the podcast. We were talking about the line for the the Bengals uh Dolphins game which is next and I believe it's actually Thursday. Uh yeah, it's tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So and the Bengals are actually favored in that game by two and a half. So so apparently Vegas doesn't think they is for reals. If
1: if I am if Jew Boy is sitting on my shoulder right now, (laughs) telling he's screaming at me. Uh huh. That is one of the best deals, the best buys, the best values of the whole fucking weekend in any sport okay
2: bet that up obviously you're taking the miami part of that yes okay the, uh, what if what if are the miami Bengals- has a good defense they should murder them they will if we learn anything about the Bengals, they can't protect joe burrow it no oh, mm-hmm.
1: against anybody that team is going to go back into the bungles they're gonna, it's gonna happen. Ooh. J- I, I, Joe Burrow's gonna get hurt. He might die. Yeah. Retooled offensive line. That's as bogus as since, or no, what is it? Skyline Chili or Skyline Spaghetti? The shit they put it's, fucking... I, it's not spaghetti. It, it's Skyline like, Chili. Uh, but it's on spaghetti, isn't it? Like, they just dump oh, chili on know. spaghetti.
2: Oh, that sounds terrible.
1: Yeah, it's fucking, like... No offense, Cincinnati, but that's gross. Offense taken.
2: Uh so are they for reals? Are the Raiders bad? The Raiders are 0-3. Picked up one of the most popular offseason acquisitions in Devontae Adams. And
1: I think you have to say they
2: are. Have a new coach, which many thought that speak mcdaniels josh McDaniels, mcdaniels not mike mcdaniels not mike mcdaniels josh yeah. mcdaniels uh people thought that he was ready for this second attempt to coach a pro team and i don't know that yeah i, I i'm gonna
1: say no i'm they're they're, they're especially in that division um, well,
2: fuck, that division's not even looking that good now. It's probably a conversation that needs to be had at some point about that division. What, what some thought would be the best division in the history of football, the AFC West, with your your leading team being Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett's.
1: Have you seen... Uh, Denver the Broncos.
2: I don't know what is... Oh, my
1: God, this is so troubling, and I don't know Why? There's Daniel Hackett and there's Russell Wilson on the field. And that has been – it's been disgusting to watch. It has been hard to watch. I used to like watching Russ run around the field and cook, quote-unquote. But this is hard to watch. This is not – it's it's rough.
2: I think I saw the stat and I don't quote me on this, but I think I saw a stat that Russell Wilson only technically has 3 rushing attempts this whole year. I don't I
1: don't know what's ugh, I don't know. Um but there's that. There's that whole glump and pot of shit. Then there's another pot of shit. And I don't know if you want to get into this right now, but it's fucking stinky and creepy. Okay. Have well, you seen his Subway commercial? I've heard it. Oh my fucking Christ.
2: He's just weird.
1: You've got to know, like, you've got to have some
2: self-awareness. Come on. Like, it's pedophilish. That's gross. Now, one thing that... I'll point out I believe the name of his new sandwich is the Danger Witch, but I think other people pointed out that if your name's Russell Wilson, shouldn't it be called the Danger Russ, right? Shouldn't it be? I mean, it'd be better than Danger Witch.
1: Why I don't know, and Subway sucks. That's a poor sandwich. I don't know. The whole Anyway, getting back to football. They're fucking garbage. Uh they need a new head coach for sure and um Russell Wilson well just I don't know, he needs his head checked. Um I, I don't know. Um The Chargers, they have to sit Mr. Herbert, G. A. Bear.
2: Yep, Joey Bosa just went on IR
1: for his groin. Um Keenan Allen's out. Um, They have a whole laundry list of players that are hurt. That team is last year's Baltimore Ravens. The question being, is this for reals? Are the Chargers bad? You have to say they are right now because they're so banged up. I think that's the only thing. I mean, if you have to play with Chase Daniels, not Charlie, and uh-huh. no no, Keenan Allen no Joey Bosa um Manti Tail's not there anymore you tied, you're bad tail. you're bad you're bad because of injuries um
2: so you're saying it's for reals that they're bad
1: I'm gonna keep it a hunted and they are bad
2: hey um speaking of things that can, I, I, let's just jump right into lines for next week um that was a great episode of Is This For Real's. Thanks for playing along. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. whoa. We
1: got two more, Scrub.
2: Oh, I was going to just skip
1: that. Oh, we need to talk about them, though. Okay. And ladies and gentlemen, askcasters casters worldwide, the two that he wanted to skip are the Cowboys. Are they good, Andy? Are they good? Man. You wrote this. You put this down. I did. Their defense is really good. And they're getting healthy.
2: Uh, yeah. <coughs> apparently Dak Prescott's talking about coming back. As early he as shouldn't. As... He shouldn't. So, but even if Cooper Rush, the undefeated 3-0 and Cooper Rush, even if they have to put him out there for another week or two, it appears they can keep their head above water. So, Michael Parsons, um, I have not followed my own, voice, my own advice. I'm going to put a bet in for him for Defensive Player of the Year. It's just, it's, it's going to happen now. He's... I'm just putting it in.
1: He, I don't care. You know how Shawway and I, we say that Cale uh, McCarr, Nathan McKinnon, and... Uh, McJesus. McJesus are, like, they need their own league.
2: hmm
1: He needs his own league. hmm He
2: needs his own league right now. Um... And then Diggs, apparently, is still incredible. Um, he's been doing really, really good for them. And just the combination of those two, they have so many things. I mean, they literally, with Parsons, they can line him up pretty much anywhere the fuck they, they want. They lined him up, up to tackle a few times yeah. on Sunday. Yep. And it's just so confusing for <sighs> from the offensive standpoint to a identify where he's at b identify what he's going to do and three identify what they do once they try to figure out what they're going to do with him because if he sits back and they bring like pressure from other people that aren't him and you don't account for those other people you're fucked again and
1: demarcus lawrence is also on that line yeah fair and uh vander ash is back that's a scary. That's a scary fucking defense. So
2: defense um, is good there, I, man. I I just really, really would like to see what I I want to see what they look like after a couple of weeks of Dak being back. They, you tell me. You've you've told me that there are other options other than compact disc Lamb. You've told me that the the tight end has has kind of been like a little Gronk safety net for Dak, but he's been hurt he was hurt this week right so oh, man i just do they have enough okay here's here's the real question i don't think that the cowboys are good enough to win their division now that the eagles are pretty damn good. holy do you, fuck, what baby. do you think
1: i right now with dak hurt i think it's the the eagles division to win however i do not want to play god damn his kool-aid's got me burping um, I do not want to play if I'm the one or the two or the three seed. I do not want to play a Dallas Cowboys team that's getting healthy and hot come playoff time. I That's a scary team.
2: Especially in the NFC where, God, you just...
1: Who's the favorite? Man, I don't know. It's got to be the Eagles right now.
2: I don't know if I'm totally sold on that.
1: I'm not, but who else are you going to be sold on? Oh,
2: So... The only other team that I'd throw in consideration for that, and you might laugh at me, but I think the LA Rams are still worth consideration. Stafford had one awful game out of the gate, but since then it has looked better, and he's got plenty of weapons, more than he knows what to do with, and uh, that division that they're in is not looking too terribly good.
1: I don't... I don't see it. They don't have a run game. Remember, they used to be able to rely... When Jared Goff or uh, Stafford was having a shitty game, they used to be able to rely on that run game. And they had Hutchinson at center, and they could just strap on their hats and go right up the middle. Mm-hmm. And they always had that as a backup. They don't have that anymore. Doesn't appear. They Cam Akers, I have not heard from him. Um, he has not called into the show. He has not called in on... Any week,
2: feel free to call in Cam Akers.
1: Yeah, Cam. Um, and then I don't even know who they're who they're, who's splitting time with Cam Akers because they run the ball so seldom. Mm. Um, and uh, not golf, but uh, Stafford's arm did not look good week one. Yeah. I haven't watched I've him watched since. since.
2: I've watched since. He looks better. But how does that get better? Like, it, it, well, the concern was that he uh. had a dead arm. But I think what, at the end of the day, what was happening is that two things. He didn't have chemistry with his new receivers, one. Because the only person he threw, like, when, again, when he threw it to cup, everything was fine. On a rope, went to him, accurate, timing was good. When it wasn't to cup, it was awful. And then the other thing is that we were just learning back at that time that he had truly had Tommy John surgery on that elbow, and were a couple weeks further away from that
1: but that's the concern like that's the ultimate concern is that tommy john like i said it, it, I... it, it was
2: the concern i don't know it, it doesn't look like the balls are as bad as they were week one and they played a good team week one they played a bills a team that was healthy it, yeah and von
1: miller created a whole different kind of beast and with Miller's that a with that defense yeah um that's i don't know Uh, The next one you had on there to wrap up is the Pats. I think they're bad. They are bad. They're bad. They're bad. Um, I think the only text message I heard from you the whole weekend um, was about how shitty the Patriots were. were, And you said, I think we need to talk to Carlos about this. So isn't it interesting? (laughs) New England has a bad week. Jimmy Garoppolo has a mortifying week. And Carlos is working, and OU oh, loses God. to Kansas State, and point. he is.
2: So Carlos, you belled on us.
1: Uh, I bet we. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we know what he's work. He says, "Work."
1: He says, that's "Fucking bullshit." Okay, that's fair. Um, but yeah, they
2: they're not good. No, they're,
1: they're not good. Today. Um, moving forward, uh, what do we
2: got, Andrew? So let's let's take a look at a, a couple of lines for your upcoming week in the NFL. There again, from the NCAA side of things, not to go all the way back to college football. There's not there's some okay games. Uh, that NC State Clemson game is going to be something worth watching, but other than that, not not a ton on the table. However, for NFL, there's some some pretty good stuff now. Starting Thursday night, a team that we've talked. about, a lot about already explain this to me in the time we've done this podcast this line has moved miami on the road against cincinnati the line has now moved to a four point line to miami thoughts plus four to miami what i am looking oh at it right my now.
1: goodness ass casters go go win this bet and take your girl out on a nice date that's that's my that's my advice to you for this weekend. Bet on Miami. You're getting 4 points right now. You know what? I would even wait since fucking Vegas is being so weird right now. I would even wait and that, po- that you might get 5 points by the, by kickoff tomorrow.
2: Might might I be able to entice you with a money line at plus
1: +164. Okay, one more time. Minus -164. Or what was it? I'm sorry.
2: So, might I be able to entice you with a money line for Miami plus 165? Oh my God. Um, at Cincinnati. So it has nothing to do with like locations for Hurricane Ian.
1: Two things. It's on Amazon Prime.
2: Okay. So they Two. won't have enough streaming power and we won't watch
1: it. Well, that's part of it. Two, we've been living in the fucking simulation lately. Agreed. So, um, no, uh, seriously, Ask Casters, go bet both sides of that Miami bet. And um, then go take out your family for a nice steak dinner or your old lady for a nice steak dinner. Or if she doesn't eat steak, some sushi or something. I think I'm going to
2: bet both sides of that. I think I'm going to bet the wine... I think I'm going to bet the spread at plus four, and I think I'm going to do straight up. I like both of them.
1: And if I'm going to pimp this company out, even though they never show us love, if you are a member of FanDuel, you should be able to uh, have a in-game parlay on that.
2: Uh, I think so. As long as you don't prop bet, I think you can do that.
1: So, FanDuel, I just pimped you
2: out. There you go. Um, you ready for another suspicious line? Let's hear it. Uh, The New Orleans Saints have a quarterback that still has four breaks in his back. And those New Orleans (sighs) Saints are only a a two-and-a-half-point dog against Minnesota. I'm taking Minnesota. Uh, You're going to take them... taking that spread? Two? Two Two-and-a-half. Yeah. They... (laughs)
1: That's another one. Put Taysom Hill in. hmm You're getting your quarterback hurt, and he's playing like shit. How do you expect your quarterback to throw well when he's got four broken fucking vertebrae? Yep. Are you serious? And the I've been checking the Twitters. Um, The hate for Jameis Winston, I know he was immature when he first got in the league and when he was at Florida State, but the man has four broken vertebrae. Give
2: him a break. For fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. Another curious line. Uh, This one doesn't make a lot of sense to me. You tell me if I'm out of bounds here. The Arizona Cardinals, who at times look like they're okay, not necessarily too terribly consistent, are going up against the, I believe, the league's worst QBR in... uh, Carolina, Carolina,
1: and Baker Mayfield, Baker
2: Mayfield. So Carolina, a one and a half point favorite at home against Arizona. Curiouser.
1: Yep, I'm going Arizona. I maybe not. I mean, God, yeah, Arizona's been flaky, but there haven't been as shitty, shitty flaky as Carolina. Over under on that
2: game's forty two and a half. I think I'll probably take the over on that. Um, do you think Carolina's going to do their part? I'm not sure. I I feel like... Ugh, I feel like Carolina can't continue to be as bad Carolina. as Carolina! <laughs> I feel like they can't be as bad as they've been, but I still don't really see them winning that game. I don't. That's Arizona. And here's another goodie. Um, I've already bet on this one and its line continues to move in a direction I don't really understand. Green Bay Packers at home against the New England Patriots who are going to be starting, is it Brock Heward? At quarterback? No,
1: was it Brock Hoyer? No, Blake Hoyer. Hoyer, Brian Hoyer. Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. Yeah, Brian Hoyer. So uh, He lives yeah. in, yeah, he, he's just a native of the New England
2: states. Uh, I bet that game at 10.5 for Green Bay, and I felt fine. And now it's moved down I, to nine and a half.
1: I wouldn't touch that. Green Bay doesn't have anyone to throw to. Or Roger doesn't.
2: Yeah, but New England doesn't have a quarterback. And even if they did, They're gonna they
1: run, don't have any they have running to. They have running backs, though, and they have a good offensive line. Okay. That's going to be a fucking played-out, long-ass, fucking boring game. Oh, so,
2: okay. so over-under on that, 39 and a half.
1: I don't know if it's going to be that boring. That's and pretty boring.
2: I'm going to call this our. This will be. will This will be our final prediction of the week. This one might be the most curious line that we've run up to yet. Sunday night, Jimmy G, the safety getter, is at home.
1: Monday but, night. Monday night.
2: No sir.
1: Oh. Sunday night's Kansas City and Tampa. And that's being moved.
2: I've got... No, that's not being moved. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently we don't know what time this game is.
1: Unless I got an old... Yeah, I've got L.A. versus San Francisco Monday night, October 3rd.
2: Okay, that's fine. If that's the case, that's the last game. So, San Francisco at home with Jimmy Jimmy G. Who just lost to Danger Witch. He's getting... (laughs) Ooh, he, it's he's a one-and-a-half one point favorite against the Rams. <laughs> Take the Rams. <laughs> I don't know where that line
1: comes from. Go, it's the fucking Matrix, man. Uh, we are fucking living in the simulation. I,
2: I completely am lost on that game. Um, I have no idea. Like, if, if you would have told me to create the line for the LA Rams versus Jimmy G, I probably would have said four or five points
1: three and a half
2: i would a- at say least. yeah three and a half at least <laughs> crazy that's so i have not bet that one yet but i will bet that one
1: guys we're we're living in the simulation right now so take advantage of it <clears throat> um take wholesale advantage of it we are living in trying and weird fucking times um an example of this to jump to things that are more obscure and will not make you money um the coach of the vancouver canucks bruce boudreau um he is and i've tweeted or not i the ass casters have tweeted this out <clears throat> um but he was ranked by his um colleagues the 17th best looking head coach in the nhl and bruce boudreau um he is fatter and older and kind of bald but he is a lovable man he looks like a teddy bear um teddy he bear was without hair yeah he was ranked number 17 um <laughs> they asked him and they were like hey bruce do you know uh who do you think's on top and he goes "Well, oh, i think uh you know um i know who's on top and then uh they told him you know they were like hey bruce are you surprised you're at 17 and then he accused the voters of being blind um so that was a very cute story um i i hope uh, you know you might have abandoned the vancouver Canucks, andy they're starting to like get a little soft spot in my heart like they're definitely my side chick well yeah, it's um but yeah um a little bit more hockey news um I watched the New Jersey Devils last night. Uh, I know we have no listeners in New Jersey, but Jack Hughes looked great. Um, Your boy, Andre Palat, had an assist, I believe. Um, So, yeah, they look good. Uh, Montreal... uh, Cole Hall, Caulfield had a good.
0: Aiming
2: um, website that came out with a poll this morning ranking the uh, most handsome co- coaches in the National
0: Hockey League. Oh my God, I don't want to be in that poll.
2: Hey, I got good news for you. You're 16th
1: overall, and out of a ranking out of 10, you you, you scored a I think 8.0. <laughs> 8.
0: <laughs> there must have been an awful lot of blind people doing that. <laughs> <long>. <laughs> care to bet who who they rank as the most handsome and the most ugliest? Well.
3: No, I'm not going
0: to say. I know who it is, but I'm not saying Jay Whitcroft is the most handsome and the ugliest was Peter Laviolette.
1: Oh. Not who I thought, but... So there uh, were Bruce's thoughts on the most handsome coaches in the NHL. What a lovable guy.
2: Uh, do you have any other thoughts, uh, hockey-wise, and then we'll get this one wrapped up? Man, um... Hockey wise,
1: um, not really. Uh, how is uh, we did go to the first NHL game in Wichita over the weekend, Andy? How uh, how was your
2: experience? So that's only. Don't lean on me, ass casters for for hockey advice, nor will they give you any. But that was only the second professional hockey game game I've ever seen live. Man, those guys compared to what we see for the minor league hockey team here locally, the Wichita Thunder. It took me about two seconds to say, holy fuck. The speed's completely different. The knowledge of what to do with the puck is totally different. Uh, just a totally different ballgame than minor, uh, minor league hockey. So, I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. Um, they pulled a really good crowd. Um, 8,400 were in attendance. Um, comparatively, watching uh, the game last night in Newark, or no, last night in Montreal, and then no shit they played I watched two Devils games they were one there was one in uh in New, Newark and there was one in Montreal uh, there were more people for sure at the Wichita game than there were at the Montreal and Newark game um i so i thought that was pretty cool um we have a growing hockey community in Wichita we got um, a pretty good hockey community. yeah we yeah it's really yeah we really do um there's a lot of uh Edmonton Oilers blood um in the waters of Wichita. Mm -hmm. Uh, My first head coach, uh, he played for Edmonton. So, um, yeah, there is a lot of hockey blood and Edmonton blood in Wichita. By the way,
2: speaking of the Edmonton Oilers, uh, Monday Night Raw was just most recently in Edmonton. And a guy hit the Miz over the back with a hockey stick, dressed fully in Edmonton Oilers garb in front of some of the, uh, like, statues at
1: it was awesome. It was WWE or AEW cuz I no, know no, you no, get. No, it was WWE. Okay. So, you're still keeping up with the WWE?
2: Uh since Triple H has got creative rights now as opposed to uh the retired in shame Vince McMahon, uh Triple H is has, has, has been better. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. It's a better product. Okay. So I mean is it should I check in on Monday nights? No.
2: Okay. No. AEW better. Ooh, okay. Which I got to go watch.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh do you have anything to wrap up? I
2: do. So I'm I'm not I'm not totally sold on a lot of things in NFL like I don't know what to make of a lot that we're seeing I'm consider me and this is somebody that's actually got a ticket I have got uh, a bet for the Philadelphia Eagles to win the NFC East but I I am I'm not sure if they're quite Super Bowl good I, I think that they're playoff good I still there's still a lot for me to say, you need to show me with Philadelphia, and there's some other teams in there that I still I, I still don't know how good or bad they are, but one thing I do know is that the first legal sports bet that I ever made in Kansas was for the Baltimore Ravens to win over ten and a half games. Shame on you, FanDuel, for making it ten and a half rather than nine and a half, which every other book I looked at was, but I made the bet anyway. Fair enough. Top five quarterbacks in fantasy football. Listen, to this. Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, and coming in at number five, Lamar Jackson without his rushing statistics. So what I do know about the Baltimore Ravens is that they're really good. And they are just now getting help. Like they still are getting J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards back, so they're getting to the point where they're really going to start to get good. A contract year for Lamar Jackson, and all the weapons he could ever want. How much is dude going to get paid? It, he's going to remake the market. It they the the Baltimore Ravens should pay that man now. I don't care if Lamar Jackson. I don't care. Well, if fuck! If Jackson's. you're Lamar
1: Jackson, why do you take it now?
2: I, I'm totally with you. But if if I'm the Baltimore Ravens, I'm ponying up ASAP. They should have
1: during the offseason. He's
2: redefining the market as we speak. So what I'm going to get at at the end of the day is my final thought for you. What I don't know a lot of with NFL football, I do know this. Baltimore is fucking good. And I'm going to continue to bet them game by game. I don't remember. I think because...
1: I don't know. I'm still I'm still not sold. Um, my team right now in the AFC is still Buffalo. And well no, Chiefs I think are my stronger playoff team. You
2: called them a week ago in the Super
1: Bowl. No, that's why the Chiefs are my they're I mean in the playoffs cuz playoffs are a different beast than than regular season. Um so they're still my playoff team. Um, and then I think the most talented team though is Buffalo could be uh yeah we got a lot we got a lot going forward um we put our we we remembered this week to put our over-unders in so um we have that going for us um i really don't have any more any, anything else for the ass
2: casters fair enough well askcasters, we appreciate you guys listening in hope you enjoyed this episode where we had some kind of on the fly contributions uh, from Ryan slash Jewboy, we'll uh, will check in with him so he can give you an update on the plumbing at Memorial Stadium, and then we will it's also blessed. good God, and then we'll we'll check in with Swamy. He should be back in next week, as far as we know. Dirty Carl, depending on the performance of Jimmy G, Oklahoma, and everything else Patriots related, we may or may not see him next week. But the stalwart TJ will be here. I will be here. We appreciate everyone listening. And please, again, visit 3 if you can. You guys have a great week. It's going to be some more great football. We will talk to you later.